0: You're listening to The Full Broadside.
1: to another episode of the full broadside episode 33 as I recall looking at the looking at all the episodes that I've uploaded already and hit 33 already it's uh it's pretty crazy with me tonight sock KJ mando and nightmare and with us in the chat room we have scarecrows it's kind of quiet out there tonight but it's what we would expect after uh, clan battle season has ended so how are you guys doing tonight
2: yeah, it it's quiet. Definitely, um, you could tell clan battles is over. But uh, other than that, life is good. Lots of new ships. Lots of new stuff coming out. You know, looking forward to uh, chatting on the. You know, getting the episode laid down tonight.
3: Yeah, uh, not much going on. Here, just normal everyday work.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I've been busy doing my uh, Final Fantasy randomized racing and. Uh, Uh, locating a snake and now that that's taken care of uh, that's one less pressure off my mind so now uh, I just gotta get through the rest of this uh, tournament uh, if I bracket or not and then uh, I'll be diving into this new chunk of destroyers that I have to look at
0: What did you do with
4: your snake after you found it? I didn't somebody uh, somebody else found it Oh, somebody
0: but, else found your snake.
4: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys, it's
0: a
1: family show here. Let's keep it clean.
4: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's kid okay. okay. It's, it's kid show. Kid show. belongs. Yeah. Are um, we talking can, about we'll a python or, or what is it's this? It's just a, a ball python. Okay, there we go. So everybody yeah, but knows. It is almost six feet long and terrifying.
1: Can we just take a moment find... to
0: appreciate that it's a ball python?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say somebody's going to jump
2: all over that. All right. I just anyway. spit coffee anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, moving on. Sock you got new clan tags. What's up with that? How's it going over there with the with the Yeah. New
0: guys? So I'm with uh, I'm with apes now, apes with a Z. Um
2: Of course it'd be a Z, right? Not not Z Z. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: there are a lot of Germans over there right here.
0: Is it really? Is it is it no, an international? No, that, that, oh, that, that was, was that was wait, a joke. There's actually man. quite a few Brazilians. And Brazilians oh, so like a, you know, yeah, our um our our our, uh, our pigeon friend would be very happy there.
2: That's awesome. Well, glad to see you got. Um, I know that you were kind of working on getting your stats up and and you know getting yeah. your, doing your number crunching. So it's it's good to see. You know, always good to see players progress. You know, and out to the listeners. If I mean, whether your thing is you know competition, if it's just hanging out with friends, it's always cool to see. Um, you know, you making progress. So congratulations to you, man.
0: Yeah, we uh, we did more King of the Sea training tonight, and uh, we kind of got our stuff kicked in by GG Well played. So uh, so that was fun. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to play very many games today, as I had to I had to break for dinner, and by the time I got back, they were all done. But the one game I did play was fun. Cool. All
3: right. Well, really cool.
1: We should uh, jump into some of it. there's there's a ton of dev notes, as you guys might have guessed. Um, I wanna jump into some of these. I don't know how much of, of these you guys have seen, but right away, let's start with the uh, the commander skills coming in 10.4. How, how many's excited? How many how many of you out there are excited to hear their captains uh or
4: commander skills changing? I'm happy for the rework or let me rephrase that. I'm happy that I get a free reset because I've already spent stupid amounts of experience points resetting multiple times because this i'm an next idiot
0: one coming they're only resetting captains that have dead eye
4: yep okay and so then the,
0: they're all put, should be a full like a free one in the fall when they do the second part of the rework so put dead eye on everything before it happens got it
2: <laughs> pretty much pretty yeah much no that's one way of getting a, a new respect definitely yeah.
1: Well, some of these, the uh, the cruiser skills, they talk about survivability expert. And uh, the hit point bonus for each ship tier has been increased from 350 to 450. And the enhanced skill has increased its hit point bonus from 400 to 500. I don't know too many of us that play a whole lot of cruisers. And I mean, I, I felt honestly that the cruisers were fairly underserved with this commander rework and I think destroyers went up considerably and battleships got a heck of a bonus, but seemed like the cruisers were a little left in the dust. So I, I I don't know that this really helps a whole bunch, but it's a step in the right direction.
0: There are certain cruisers. This will be a huge change for, uh, as serpent put in the chat, there ships like Zao Minotaur uh, ones that you need a lot of health with will benefit from this big time. Um, cruisers were the one class that didn't really gain or lose anything from this thing uh, with the exception of certain light cruisers like Atlanta, Smolensk the ones that benefited from BFT and AFT on their main guns Um, a lot of the super cruisers will find this survivability expert buff useful yeah like those ones, the Smolensk, Atlanta Austin, all those guys will find it useful
4: It'll also be nice to have a bigger pool to uh, uh, let Adrenaline Rush take over so you can get a better benefit from it before you're just one shot
0: away from death. Uh, Adrenaline Rush works off percentage, not number. Yeah, bigger number, bigger percentage, right? That's how it works. I think it's cool that they're
2: buffing the the hit points because obviously the cruiser line got left behind on, in my opinion, on... You know the rework, um, and you could see that, in, in from a layperson's perspective, from a you know a Joe Joe average guy, when you're looking at the at the queue, you know to to get into the games, I mean, you're seeing, you know mainly battleships a lot of destroyers and then the usual amount of carriers but just that the cruisers are just so low anymore uh my personal opinion i think wargaming needs to concentrate on some other stuff to bring the cruisers up like for example i used the flint if i was one of these players like way back then they actually spent steel on the flint and just the way that the shape that the the ship is now uh i I
0: mean so you could say flint and steel
2: yeah flint and (laughs) steel yeah um it's, I mean, extremely disappointing. I'm glad that I didn't spend steel on the Flint. Just, I mean, it, the range got nerfed. Uh, everything about it. I mean, it's just pretty much a port queen now. Um, but that's yeah, just, just, just one one example that I'm using of of how cruisers just really got left behind. Yeah, because like when
3: since they had the, the rework, I mean, I haven't. I think I've taken my Flint out once, maybe twice since then. Any other time, if I want to take something, I just go ahead and take the Atlanta because I've, I've still got my range as opposed to the Flint's got nothing.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's got smoke, but, you know, that yeah. mechanic is, is old news now. You know, there's a lot of stuff out there that's, you know, got smoke on it now. And, um, yeah, wh- why do a Flint when Atlanta does it better? I mean, especially with the way that you could spec it out. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, getting back on topic, is just, the, the, I mean, I'm glad that they're finally starting, you know, to, to tune back into the cruisers. But cruisers definitely got left behind on the rework. Absolutely.
1: Okay. What about the uh, the changes to destroyer skills? Um, they've got two of them here. The extra heavy AP shells, uh, the the damage there increased from five percent to seven point five percent. And the other one that that really intrigues me is fearless brawler. Mm-hmm. They remove the penalty to the ship's detectability. Now that that one statement. The detectability of the ship. That's the entire reason why I didn't have that on any of my destroyers. Yeah, the fearless now, change is huge. It's now I might, I might make a straight change. Straight up yeah. buff to gunboats. Yeah. Right.
4: So now you might be thinking Friesland, right?
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> not even close. And quit bringing that up, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that, that one is something. myself out. That's my one joke of the night. Um, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Marceau. Marceau is going to be disgusting. Yeah, I'm gonna bring that out yeah. a lot more now.
2: I might actually get back into my Z52 and start playing that again. You know, with
0: uh, you know, uh, Z52 is actually the biggest PR farm in the whole game because the expected average damage is so low. That's hmm. the. <laughs> Uh, that's the only reason Mr. Serpent here is the Super Unicum in Z-52 is because it's the biggest PR farm in the game. <laughs> that
2: means I'm going to have to get out and start playing it again because I haven't touched that thing in ages. It's got cobwebs on it.
1: Well, and I don't see it very often, so that's that's why I might get it out and, and get it on the water myself, just just because I don't see it on the water very often these days. So maybe that fearless brawler would be a good good reason to get it out.
0: Hey man, a leaderboard by proxy or by default is still a leaderboard, even though I'm leaderboarded <laughs> yeah. in Club Air, which is uh, the hardest DD to leaderboard. Yeah, Hashtag well, humble brag. Yeah, we're not worried too much
1: about leaderboarding here. We're just worried about having fun. Uh, How about the aircraft carrier skills with the enhanced reactions? I don't know. There's not a whole lot of carrier players around uh, in our clan, but the enhanced reactions, 25% penalty to the action time of patrol fighters or interceptor consumables have been replaced with a 25% bonus. So they swung it the other direction now. Any, Any thoughts there?
3: um i don't know i don't like carriers i I know never mind i wasn't talking to you
1: (laughs) see this is where we need Nimitz, right (laughs) he plays them all the time but all right he's not here so moving on to battleship skills (laughs) super heavy ap shells the damage of the ap main battery is increased from five to seven and a half percent much like the uh the destroyers uh, fire extinguishing time and flooding recovery time reduced from 30 to 25%. And the big one is the Deadeye it has changed to a skill called Swift in Silence. Increases your ship speed by 10% while remaining undetected. <laughs> so how's that for for killing those guys way out on the, on the 9, 10 lines?
0: I can see the Georgia meme
4: builds already oh yeah, uh, yeah. absolutely I, I think the French battleships are going to get a huge boon for that as well Yeah,
2: you'll see a, a shift in the flavor of the month as far as Georgia and French battleships because they are really going to benefit from it
0: um, I honestly though I honestly can't see anybody who's good taking that skill because there's so many other like skills like battleship bills are expensive you need a 19 point captain like, you need at least an 18-point captain to do an effective tank build on a battleship. Right. Like a, full, a full tank build on a battleship takes 21 points.
2: I don't know. I mean, I, I used to do a lot of French battleships back in the day. I'm a big fan of the Republic. Um, I'm interested to to try to... I mean, that would be a skill that I would I would definitely put it in. Uh, you know, basically be because of the secondary nerf i don't know just kind of looking to to put points someplace else but
0: um i really don't think swift and silence is going to be useful outside of meme builds
2: you don't think so not even on like the french line
0: because there's gonna be like why would you take that when you take fire prevention instead and just not die as often because when you're not spotted you're not doing anything
2: yeah uh I don't know. And your
0: concealment is so big on a battleship that having to stay unspotted means you're having to stay quite far back. And that also means you're not shooting unless you're able to island camp. But there's very few battleships that can do that effectively. Yeah, maybe Borgone could use it because of its stonks concealment. And like I said, also maybe Georgia because it's just so damn fast. Like 10%, that's going to give you 3.3 knots off of what does Georgia do already? Like 40... um, Let's see, 33 with the speed boost is like 37 with speed flag. That brings it up to like 39.5, another 3.3 3 on that. So like 40, 42 and a half, 43 knots.
4: What about uh, some of the Italian battleships, though? Uh, do you no, think that would that's uh, that actually somewhere them? where
0: it might be useful because of the smoke screens that could help you with pushing. Um, now, the Italian battleships aren't that fast to begin with. I think... I think uh, Lepanto and Colombo do, what, like 29, 30 knots? Um, but still, it's an extra 3 knots, so that brings you up to, like, Iowa speeds. With speed flag, that's 35, 36, so that's a pretty significant buff if you're pushing somebody. It might give you that, you know, just enough, but, I mean, at the same time, is that really, is 3 knots of speed when you're not spotted really worth it for 4 points?
2: No, I, I agree with you. I, I think that I mean, it's a good skill. It's a great idea. Not worth four points, so I think they need to bump it down to like, you know, probably a two-point skill. Either way, it's it's gonna. um, I mean, hopefully, it will bring the shift of that gameplay and the battleship gameplay back towards the center again. I think it will.
0: And going back to like Swift and Silence again, look at how useful it isn't on destroyers things that have good concealment anyway especially gunboats like the only the only ship that swift in silence is really useful on is um is palo emilio and that's just on the yolo build yeah but like yeah like serpent said i also think that swift in silence on battleships is a placeholder because it was something they already had made Right,
2: right. So Scarecrow put up in the chat, he says, I, I hope getting rid of Deadeye is the beginning of hashtag make secondary is great again. I actually um, that's a great statement because I, I think it is. I think that's going to be the catalyst to um, hopefully rework the secondaries back. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, of course, everything is well known and, and the disclaimer is everything is always a work in progress. And, and frankly, to be honest, that is the beauty of the game is that I mean, nothing is truly permanent or set in stone and it can change at any time. Uh, and I do, will give props to wargaming for at least listening to the player base and saying, Hey, look, this is not what we wanted. And the game is going in a direction that we're not happy with right now. So, I mean, I give war games props for that, for listening to the player base.
1: Well, and, um, you yeah, know, moving on from there, they've got, uh, also in 10.4, a, uh, temporary event based on germanic mythology called the battle of the beasts um that's coming around uh looks like some some containers can be got out of that some looks like some captains all kinds of stuff and then there's another german destroyers collection that will be added along with the uh with the new german destroyers as they start coming into play and by completing all of that you can actually obtain uh tier eight the the uh GJ marker however that's pronounced so and that looks to be a tech tree so that must be one that's already in there so uh, that seems to be the case when they when they launch uh, new stuff like that um, that you can always depending on what event that they put out or containers collections and stuff like that you you can get one of the ships anyway uh, kind of a prelim but uh, that's how they're doing this one anyway. Uh, they've got a couple of different changes to the to the achievements interface. Some some nice little tweaks here. Looks like in June they're going to be doing a 12v12 brawl at tier 10 in the arms race mode. Um, some some interesting things. Looks like some more camels coming out for some of these. Some new flags, all kinds of stuff. Any
2: thoughts on them before we move on? I'm just glad that it's not a weeb event (laughs) right something besides annoying screaming lolly girls i mean at least the 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 beast stuff looks pretty cool with some different types of captains and stuff in there Right. and i'm a little upset that they didn't go this extent into the you know to the warhammer 40k type of a theme because again i really like that and would love to see another collaboration but um i it's nice looking and something besides you know um, what is that? Herica- not Harakazi, the, the high school, high school wally no, girls in yeah. yeah in skirts on on battleships. Come, you know. I, I know there's a big market for that, but yay yay for something different. Amen.
1: <laughs> well, they've got uh, in, in coming in ten three. Uh, since we're talking about the German stuff, uh, they've got some German ships that are in testing that they've made changes to, the tier seven Weimer. Uh, the reload has increased from 5 to 6.5 seconds. The destroyer Z31 at Tier 7 uh, main battery reload has, has increased 0.5 seconds. The HE shell parameters were adjusted. Looks like the maximum damage has been reduced from 2200 to 1700. Chance of fire uh, has down from 12 to 8%. The maximum torpedo damage has been decreased from 16.5 to 13.7. And the reload time has increased uh, 10 additional seconds as well on that. Uh, The Gustav Julius marker, uh, also the same changes there. Uh, The damage reduced and the fire chance from 12 to 8. Uh, Looks like the Schultz is in the same boat a little bit. The main battery reload time has increased from 7.5 to 7.8. AP maximum damage reduced from uh, 3900 to 3700 and maximum speed is dropped uh, one knot to 36.5 and then the tier 10 elbing uh, 180 degree turn time is reduced from 22.5 to 18 seconds so it looks like they're doing some nerfs to these they must be too tough already I don't know thoughts anybody that, that has got information on
4: these that can share it Mm -hmm. I have not pulled a single new German DD, so I can't even think about, uh, even imagining what it's what what it's going to be like. Um, I do know that uh, Shepotep uh, pulled one earlier today, just the just the generic bundle one uh, for turning in German tokens, and uh, he says it's hot garbage. So, which which one did he get? uh, I. Don't recall. I do know that it was the uh, the first one you get in that line of uh, turning in German tokens, so whatever the okay, so fourth one is. Yeah, probably, probably the like tier the tier six. 5 or the tier 6, yeah. That's, that's
2: what
0: I was thinking. I see it's a tier 6.
3: Is he, uh, the Z31 or is that 31 Yeah. Wow,
0: he's I can, I can he's saying right that right that's a nine. 7. Game. He said that it
4: is uh, uh, not great. The torpedoes move exceptionally slow and... Uh, uh, yeah, it, is
0: it indeed just Z
4: thirty one tier seven. Yeah, yeah. He's he's just not pleased with it. Well, it's um,
2: a, it's a different play style. I mean, yeah. in the past, the German destroyers are have been pretty renowned for you know good torpedoes, fast reload. Uh, you know, when you look at at the whole tech tree line, and then some of the uh, um, the premiums, you know, like the T sixty one and and what have you. But this is a whole different play style. So I, I think. Um, i'm excited i'm gonna be i'm looking forward to going up the line i know that i had met uh one of the schultzes out in the wild before the the release and i was in a cruiser and that thing was wrecking me and so i mean just going up against them and seeing the damage that it could do in the hands of a decent player i'm like wow i'm kind of excited to to go up this line but um to to get back to cyber's question i mean with the new dev notes it it it, it's pretty par with You know, with them putting a new line out, there's going to be some tweaking and, and, you know, stuff. Um, So to me, that's just normalization of of the balance, B-A-L-N-S balance.
1: Yeah, well, it looks like the vast majority of them outside of the tier 10 all got nerfed the tier 10 actually got a little bit of a buff so he can turn a little bit quicker so i don't know i know they make changes constantly but i don't know i the more i look at these things and at least the stats i'm losing excitement for them because i like the way the current ones play and i'm not certain i'm gonna like these but i'll have to give them a chance but i don't know i i don't know man
2: (laughs) well it's it's a different um you know, what do you call it? it's a different branch of the tech tree though so you're looking it's it you know just like you have the um you know russian uh that's not a, that's a bad example look, look at the ign destroyers where you've got the shimikaze line and the harrygama line two different play styles two different you know
1: yeah and i get that but here's the thing when you're when you're talking japanese and the two different uh trees uh, or the split in that tree you've got gunship on one side and you got tort boats on the other in the Germans, the Germans were kind of a hybrid. As it was, how do you how do you go against a hybrid? How do you how do you come up with an, an opposite of a hybrid? It's another hybrid. I mean, do you go all guns? Do you go all torps? I mean, right now I'm not really seeing a a, a definition of what
4: these are. Um, right now it looks like with the the size of their guns uh, of 150 millimeters, they're light like cruiser hunters instead of DD hunters. They, yeah. they
0: seem to I think be that's primarily the beginning said they were supposed to be yeah. isn't it their just yeah.
4: they're, their purpose is to hunt down um the uh, light cruisers which really the light cruisers only had uh other cruisers and maybe some DDs to worry about in the past but with these german destroyers uh they can it sounds like they can pick apart either destroyers or light cruisers if they need to so it's yeah. it's a little niche that i didn't know was uh Needed and I, kind of excited about it, but I also wish I had one to play with so I knew how it was and if I wanted to work my took us off for him. Well, you you can actually. There's a a German destroyer
2: that's been in the game for quite some time, the Z39 or the Z39, which already had the 150 millimeter guns. I know Cyber's got one. Yeah, I, got I have one.
0: one as well. It's, it's yeah not bad, but
2: but, mine. but that was uh, a prelude or a, or a pre you know um, and that's been in the game for a while
0: my guess is that was probably the proof of concept
2: right so the concept of putting the heavy 150 guns the heavy guns on the destroyer is it's not new as far as in game mechanics I mean that in itself the Z39 is is proof that it's, it's already been in the game for a while actually
0: yeah and, and in fact I'm pretty sure Z39 and Z31 are sisters aren't they might be um
1: but i heard the the they were removing the 150s from all the other side where you could upgrade from the what are they 123s or whatever they are up to the 150s they're removing the 150s from that side of the tree and i would imagine they'll stay right where they're at on the premiums but i don't know it's kind of a weird thing but for me when it comes to these these if they're going to be cruiser hunters i mean most of the stats I've seen they don't have the the uh, the conceal uh, uh, the conceal rating that that the other ones do I mean, you really have to put some time and, and effort into getting the concealment down their torpedoes have been reduced to you know by almost 3000 their fire damage has been reduced to eight percent just like anybody else now and now their ap damage doesn't do a heck of a whole lot unless you you know spec that you know in the in the captain's build so i don't know i mean i just i don't know i I guess i'll have to wait and see but it's it's to me right now it's looking awful lackluster
2: well, you guys know me. I like taking the underdog and going out there and, um, you know, case in point, the Odin when everybody was hating on the Odin. And I like taking the underdog and going out there and finding a a, a working, um, uh, you know, a, a working combination of trying to make it work. So I, I, I'm excited. You know, I'm, I was happy for the Italian line, um, you know, and so this is going to be. Uh, it's different Uh, and it's going to take some figuring out and so to me that's where I get the enjoyment you know I was talking about earlier with you know people play the game for stats people play the game for competitiveness I play the game because I like the challenge of trying to find or come up with new tactics or new way of playing a ship that not necessarily you don't see out there um my case in point is the cheshire i mean i i I get so many again i i always get people asking me if that's like a new ship and i'm like no it's it's been out for a while you know quite some time just because you don't see it out there and everybody says oh the cheshire sucks or whatever but i i like the challenge of trying to be able to make something and come up with some viable you know uh, strats for it but that's just me
1: yeah it's certainly going to be interesting
2: i mean if you look at the schultz anyway it's almost the
3: size of a cruiser anyway so it would make yeah. sense to hunting them down
2: so does anybody know because I know one of the problems of the Z-52 was that it was such um, so thick that it was actually arming and I know that was fixed when they fixed the AP shells but that the problem was is that it was arming the AP shells and getting full you know full penetrations off of normal shells
0: it's, uh, That's uh, um, that doesn't go by armor anymore with okay, Good by class battleship shells uh, don't arm on destroyers do cruiser shells do though? Correct. Cruiser shells do. That's why uh, yeah, Kaba can be absolutely demolished by things like Des Moines because its AP shells are going to arm with its uh, with its um, you know the fifty millimeter plating on the side.
2: So, what about the guns range on the new line? It seems to me like if 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 you really handicap the torpedoes and the concealment, they got to give it something. And I'm thinking maybe you know I don't have the stats in front of me, but does anybody know what the what the 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 gun range is on just the tech line?
0: I'd have to look at it. I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, and I don't want to give test ship numbers. Yeah, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta
1: bet if if they're cruiser hunters and if they're supposed to be gunships by the looks of it, it looks like their AP does significantly more damage than the other tech line. Um, they almost have to be a little bit further, a little bit further range. Yeah. Well, the, guys,
3: the Schultz stock is twelve point six.
1: Yeah, there you go. So I, I don't, right. I don't think you get that unless you upgrade with the Z fifty two. I don't think you, uh, you can get that.
2: And you can. Extend that out with captain skills, right?
0: Um, oh yeah, and if you want to run range 50? mod, yeah,
2: yeah. So I mean, I mean, it, it's like there are destroyers out there, Friesland. Um, that one Wait, comes. Why do you, you always to, want to bring that one up?
0: Seventeen kilometers.
2: Yeah, I mean, there are destroyers oh. out there that you can get really good range on. And <laughs> if the ballistics are right, that that you know, with your your penetration values, I can see them really doing some damage and, and hopefully countering the Austins and the Smolensks and and that out there. Um, again, I'm excited to, to, um, play something new like that or, you know, um, I just think that it's it's a very fine focused uh, niche of a tech tree line, that's really good at one thing and not so good at the others. Uh, case in point, the, Asash- the, the Asashio, where you're really good at hunting battleships, but not really good at doing anything else. You know, so
3: yeah, we'll we'll make a correction for myself with the uh, the B hull and the range mod two put on there. It gets out to. Uh, what did I say? 12.6. Stock without anything on it, it's
2: 11.4. Yeah. And so I just
3: does not have any upgrades. I have not put any upgrades on the Schultz yet except for the
2: modules. Yeah. So I'm sure you can extend the, the range out. So, you know, it and it's got smoke, right? Yes. Yeah. And hydro? Nope. No hydro. Oh, okay. Nope. Defensive AA. Wow. Interesting. Oh, well, um, yeah, I'm still looking forward to, to uh, hopefully I can get, I can get lucky like I did with the, uh, the Italian, you know, in where I got the Lepanto to drop early for me. and. Yeah, that's yeah. what I did with this. The first, first
3: 1500 crate I opened, boom, it, the Schultz was there. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, fine.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I, I am going to ask everybody a question, but, and it's re- regarding DDs. But let's take a quick break and we'll we'll come back with that. So, hang tight everybody, we'll be right back. All right, we are back and I teased the question and I wanted to ask now there are DD players among us i I am one but I'm I'm still fairly new at it although've I've gotten considerably better now that I've been focusing a lot more time in them. Um, my question is it, it it came up just a few minutes ago as we were talking about the the new German DD line and you know it brings to my mind you know when we're talking battleships and cruisers, We switch from HE, we burn down, you know, we use HE to burn down when they're angled up here, when they go broadside, you want to have a quick reload so you can switch over to the HE or the the AP and hit them with the with the full citadels and all that and that's super awesome but my question is how often do you guys use AP in the destroyer do you use it the exact same amount do you just spam HE all the time and what happens when you go toe-to-toe with another destroyer are you using HE or are you using AP or is there specific circumstances like there is in a battleship and a
3: cruiser
0: it really depends on the destroyer
3: yeah yeah like the other day i was tootle around in the t61 and loaded up ap on a broadside cruiser and got three citadels on it
0: yeah like <laughs> the other day i was in Kleber and i won a gunfight with a minotaur because i shot ap at his broadside right
2: the uh the spaced armor wasn't messing up the the ap on it on the minotaur
0: no, Minotaur doesn't have any space armor.
2: It doesn't have like in between the. Uh,
0: no, the it does. Barely the even has belt the... armor.
2: Interesting.
1: Well, my my question that... there is, I mean, I mean, even if you hit something, I mean, there are D D S with 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 uh, A P where you can cause citadels. But even if you hit a citadel with a destroyer shell, it's so small isn't it better to start a fire that he can't put out?
0: Yeah, but also you can't get uh, AP, you can't get Citadel damage back, and your DPM is usually so high with with Destroyers. Yeah,
2: yeah, I was going to say, when I run my Royal Navy line, specifically the Daring, I like to use AP on it just because of the improved Ricochet angles and, and um, you know Royal Navy, the AP. Uh,
0: like I, I'm playing a match right now, and I'm in my Club actually. And I am currently brawling with a Musashi and I'm shooting AP into his side and doing, you know, 5K a shot.
2: Yeah, so it, it, um, to me, to answer your question, Cyber, it's, it depends more on the nationality or the nation tree of the destroyer that I'm playing. Uh, like, again, like, like stated with the Royal Navy destroyer line, I'm more apt to use AP instead of HE, um, Friesland, your favorite ship. I, I'm. It's an HE spammer all the way. Oh, yeah. I it's hardly ever a reason why I would use AP on that Ooh, one. So.
0: Mm-hmm. The AP in that thing. If you catch something like a Neptune or a. Mid, if you catch a light cruiser by surprise and with that thing with AP, the AP is pretty spicy. Oh rec- yeah. Even if you get a battleship upper belt at close range, the AP is the way to go because it actually has a lot of pen. The thing with Friesland's HE is it doesn't have very much pen.
2: Right. Um, but most people spec it out mainly for the fire starting is is, is um, and it's easier to hit you, the uh, superstructure at range than it is to you know hit say an armor belt or something. But um, but that's that's the main reason. Why, yeah, like in the daring, I I almost exclusively use the AP when I'm out in the daring.
1: Okay, well how how come or how about the the second? Part of that question. When you're in a DD and you're up against another DD, what is a good reason to use the AP against that, that other destroyer?
0: Um, it depends on... Again, it depends on the destroyer. Like, if you're in something like a daring, where you're going to be getting a lot of AP full pens because of its, you know, kind of pseudo-sap... Then AP works really well if you're against a destroyer that's broadside, or if you're fighting something like a Kaba, which where your uh, HE can bounce, especially with something like Daring, when you only have 19 millimeters of uh, HE pen to begin with, and or if you're fighting a gearing which has 21 millimeter sides, the the AP is kind of what you got to use. It, again, it, you know, it depends on the ship.
1: Okay, it the ship. let's
0: let's take a for instance. How about I put myself in a Tech
1: Tree Z forty six, and I'm up against the Kitakazi. Is uh, in, in in this case I've got AP which will penetrate, but it, I might theoretically get overpens by looking at the stats. And when my HE can it has a millimeter penetration more than the size of of the sides of the Kitakazi, which in that case, do you choose?
0: Um, well, if he's angled, you want to shoot a high-explosive, but Z-46 HE has very low alpha. So if he's broadside to you, you want to be shooting AP. Generally, Z-46, Z-52, AP is a lot of the way to go. I mean, Serpent, correct me here, because you're kind of the, the, the local expert on on these ships. But from what I understand, AP is kind of the way to go with those ships.
2: Yeah, that goes back to what I was saying. It, it, it depending on the, the the nation tree that you're playing i think is going to determine more versus just kind of because there are some nations that the the creeks marine the royal navy a, again as an example have got better armor piercing um than say like the ign i i wouldn't use an ign destroyer and use armor piercing because it's like 100 millimeters i mean you'd want to exclusively pretty much in a kid for example you want to exclusively use high explosive
0: unless you get those citadel opportunities
2: correct i mean those are going to pre yeah i mean situational will present themselves but i mean honestly I don't know. I was just gonna ask a question, honestly, who gives who gives up a Citadel and a destroyer when you're in a knife fight? But then again we are talking about the general world of warships population potato that's out there. So um yeah, I, I contr you know, I corrected myself on that's a self correction on that one. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, thanks for partaking in, in, in that question. It was just something that popped in my head that, that the, the listeners may want to listen to and, and and hear about. And you know what? I honestly have been seeing a lot of DDs fire AP, and for most of my DD play, it's been HE against darn near everything, unless I was in a in a Russian DD, and in that case, I was going AP because I know I can Citadel the heck out of cruisers. So, so it was a good good uh, good answer. Appreciate that moving to the last of the dev notes uh, and this one is is what I'm really excited about uh, in, in coming in in 10.4 they've got some new ships so like they always do it seems um, there they've got a Dutch cruiser at tier 8 the D7 Provincian and the American tier 8 cruiser the Congress uh, those will be uh, coming into testing very soon if not already um, and then they've got a new playable, excuse me, playable nation and Tech Tree, a new nation, the Netherlands. The cool thing about yeah. these is they're going to be tested in the what was a Commonwealth or Europe is how they're going to test and, and start. But then, as uh, after ten point five update, they will be moved and become their own separate nation, the Netherlands, which is awesome. How long has it been since we've had a new country added into
0: the game? the last one would have been it had to be europe right i think yeah, europe would have been the last one the yeah. pan euro I mean, the I, last actual nation nation would have been italy with the italian cruisers that was right like, true, what, yeah. a few years ago now yeah it's been a while
2: i'm happy that they're making it like their own nation tree and not just kind of um what do you call it, a blanket, and I'm you know, putting them under a, like a blanket. Uh, the, right. The, stick pan. them in Europe, the up, the stick them in. The only concern
0: I have is that, are we going to end up with a whole bunch of nations with only one line on them? Because at that point, you're going to have to have so many commanders. Like, it, it's already um, with ships like... Oh. Well, like the Commonwealth stuff, like for the Perth. Like... Uh, why the heck would i ever play the perth other than to play the perth like there's no reason to train a commander in it because there's no other commonwealth ships right that i have you know that are, <laughs> there's no commonwealth tech tree lines yet
2: and they're taking the height out of the game anyway so
0: yeah well obviously if you have it you're still going to be able to have it but yeah but you're giving it from sale
2: yeah right no i i'm excited for the for the um the new mechanic, I always like new stuff coming out, so the new shiny is going to be that um, that airstrike consumable, you know um, it's going to have, who is it? I was talking to um, somebody in, I want to say it was Walrus Gentlemen Walrus, we were talking in our Discord chat and we were talking about how that's going to be a big game changer I mean, of course, it's all in, in works and in theory right now, but that's going to so you have like the nation trees, like the, the American cruiser line or your island campers that are camping, you know, like the atypical Des Moines camping behind, you know, and then an arcing shells over, you're going to be able to airstrike, uh, you know, um, th- those island campers and, and, uh, root them out. It's going to be a lot easier. So I'm excited just for that game mechanic alone, because the next step is, and I've always spammed this like in game is cruise missiles. I'm telling you, cruise missiles are coming, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, these, uh, th- this, this cruiser line that they're going to launch looks looks pretty interesting, and and I would imagine they'll they'll have battleships and destroyers at some point that will all uh, start teeing off. But it, it's it's kind of neat the the names. I don't know if any of you guys can pronounce any of these. But
0: have you guys <laughs> looked at the the picture of the Seven Provinces, the Tier Eight Premium? Like, if you looked at the picture of it,
1: no. Uh, yeah, I've got one here. Okay.
0: If you ha- if you look at the picture, look at that and tell me that doesn't look like a big Friesland.
2: Mm. Which, which tier is it? The tier, tier
0: 8. Premium. Yeah, it's called the D7 Provincian. Yeah, which I'm assuming uh, translates to the seven provinces. Most likely.
2: Yeah, I don't see it. I'm looking at the actual Dutch line, not the premium one.
0: Well, just look at the dev blog. That is the, there's a picture on the dev blog, isn't there? Yep, mm-hmm. at the very bottom.
3: <coughs> oh, i got to pull up my Friesland. Yeah, <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> there's the dev blog. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you stretch the Friesland out a little bit.
1: It certainly looks interesting. I mean, it's got, what, eight universal 152s and four turrets really interesting engine boost specialized repair teams the big thing here is this thing comes with the airstrike armament now they talk about these ships in this line they're adding a new concept here a, a, a new armament and and it's going to appear first they said on dutch cruisers and since it's a new new mechanic the concept of the ships and concept of the armament can change uh, significantly during testing. Uh, but basically, at the moment, the aircraft called by the airstrike armament are equipped with HE bombs that will operate at a distance of 8 to 10K and drop bombs on an area K, uh, comparable to the size of two battleships. Bombs will take a long time to reach the target, so it's best to use them against large and low-mobility targets. So, in other words, battleships. Uh At the same time, aircraft these aircraft do not detect opponents, unlike aircraft carrier squadrons, and they are not directly controlled by the player. So it looks as if you select an area, hit the the airstrike button, and they just fly over and do their thing. So, I mean, that's kind of a neat, and and the bombs will actually fall (laughs) with a parachute, which will actually detach after a while, and then the bomb falls the rest of the way. So that's kind of a cool-looking little... uh, little thing that that i see more parachutes in the air
2: (laughs) yeah that's what i was talking about uh, with the with the airstrike mechanic is you're going to be able to start rooting out these you know these these tough customers sitting behind these islands um you know you'll be able to start dropping airstrikes on them and so now they have the option do i sit here and soak up a bunch of ag bombs or do i move and and you know so it's it's going to try to hopefully force them to reposition so i really um, really like that concept man
1: yeah, get rid of it, all those camper des moines and clevelands and and uh any of those like, other ones that lob shells up over the moon and over the freaking mountains that they're sitting behind that you can't shoot at them so we'll just we'll just send in a couple of a couple of it, aircraft and drop bombs with parachutes on
4: <laughs> it might also be decent uh to drop over smoke in case something's sitting in smoke too yeah if they stay there too long then well they're gonna probably gonna get being for a rude awakening i yeah, can I, just
2: see the the potatoes and the player base screaming though if you aren't able to shoot them down before they drop their payload oh yeah. i could see the salt flow
3: yeah from cause th- i was asking i was going to ask on that because it doesn't say anything because it just talks about their you can't you know it won't spot you but it doesn't say anything about anti-aircraft you know your right dff or anything like that going off
2: Yeah, so that was my question is it's going to be interesting to see how it develops. If you're going to be able to shoot those down with your anti-aircraft or if those are going to be immune and just, you know, Basically, you're going to get the effect of the full payload. Oh, the salt is going to flow on, on, on that. It's, it's that's going to be funny to yeah. watch. So. I,
1: I would imagine they, if they drop over an area, and you have to, you have to learn how to lead them. And if they're so freaking slow as they say they are going to be. I'm betting they're not terribly accurate either, so you can probably maneuver out of them, or at least minimize the amount of damage. Uh, We don't have any stats on what these bombs will do just yet, but uh, I don't know how high their fire chance is and whatnot, but that's really interesting.
4: Yeah, but Go ahead, Nightmare. I was just going to say a kind of tangential question. Do you think that uh, with the implement of that kind of consumable, they might be looking in to uh, adding in uh, commander skills that might uh, uh, apply to that type of consumable, Um, like maybe faster uh, arming or uh, shorter parachute drop distance, uh, something like that? Um, I was thinking that too, but I would bet
1: that they'll probably wait because right now it's only going to be this tech tree and the premium that 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 that's with it that can launch these things with the addition of the, I'm imagining these kinds these guys fall underneath the same kind of category as the hybrid, what is it, battleship slash cruisers that have the aircraft the carrier type 20. stuff. Yeah, exactly. So there's not a whole lot of ships out there, so with that, so do we really need to have a ca- commander skill just right away for it? I don't know. It, it
4: well, it's, it's something to think about though. I was thinking they would uh, add it into some existing commander skills already. Uh, like uh, you have one for consumables which has every consumable under the sun, but it's like a, a reload speed or uh, something like that. So yeah. They, yeah. they might add in something that way. Um, Or they might give other ships of other nations uh, that ability, too. Uh, I know a couple other nations have like the Reload Booster, which is almost exclusively French. Right, right.
1: Well, one other little note here that they talk about in the middle of this uh, specific dev note. They have a please note, and this goes back to what, what Sock mentioned about the, the different nations and how many commanders you already have. They are moving in 10 point, 10.6. The Friesland is now no longer going to be part of Europe. It will be moved to the Netherlands nation. So there's a commander right there that can fit into these boats.
2: <laughs> well, okay, so... Now I can't use my Jersey Swersey on my Friesland anymore. What's what's up with that? Well, maybe he goes with it. I don't know. They didn't say.
4: But I don't know. Well, they've already taken him, uh, made him impossible to acquire now. So maybe they That's did that true. in preparation for this. And now maybe he'll come back under a new banner.
1: Maybe. Who knows? Maybe they had they had all this planned out from the get go. I, I don't know. No, they're flying by the seat of their pants. What are we talking (laughs) about? Wait a minute. Like that collective pause of wait, wargaming? Yeah, yeah. I thought better of that. Uh, I couldn't say that with a straight face. My my bad. (laughs) Anyway, uh, looking at the Congress, uh, the the Tier Eight Premium Cruiser looks like that's uh, what they call a. The project is the predecessor of an Alaska class cruiser named after one of the six U.S. Navy three-mastered heavy frigates built in uh, between 1797 and the 1800s. So this one has a apparently a really high weight of the salvo, has good accuracy, good firing range. She's able to effectively inflict damage at uh, enemy ships at a long distance. I'm expecting super floaty shells, as usual, because it's American. Uh, repair party, hydro search, oh, yeah. or defensive AA in the second slot. It also can equip radar, a fighter or spotting aircraft, and uh, good air defense, high survivability, and a wide selection of equipment uh, to effectively support allies in the fight for key areas. So, I don't know, that one, maybe, I don't know. I mean, that, that's for somebody who who missed out on the Alaska. This thing is, is very similar at Tier eight.
2: Yeah, tier eight Alaska. Um my prediction is that it will very quickly be pulled out due to overpopularity popularity of the, of the ship in the, in the MM lineup. So get them while they can, once they come out, cause it'll be pulled pretty You know, I mean the Alaska is an amazing ship as it's in, in a, of itself. And so to take an Alaska and, and, and to drop it down to tier eight for your tier eight gameplay, it's, it's going to, I think this was going to sell like hotcakes. Yeah, uh, quite possible. Sign me up, take my
4: money. Apparently <laughs> it's coming with a, uh, couple less guns but i mean that doesn't a couple less guns would still make the alaska still a really amazing ship so i don't if see it had the, that. but if it had the alaska dispersion and
2: and you know the i mean again sign me up take my money please all <laughs> uh, right well right. according to the
3: stats on it uh so it's like you're talking about being photo shells the he shells initial velocity is 808 ap shells initial velocity is 762 wow Um, maximum dispersion is 207 with a sigma of 2.05 not bad and a reload of 20 seconds
4: ooh
2: yeah so it's Alaska guns just minus a couple of rifles
4: that's all Mm -hmm. I mean I've been playing a lot of Alaska recently and if I could have something if I could have an Alaska at tier 8 so I don't have to attempt to take a Baltimore if I have to take a cruiser yeah no I'm down I'm in all in. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah as, as long as it's not another Anchorage, I'll be happy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't get me started on the Anchorage. Again. That is my Friesland. Do you really still feel Still the- cannot wow. stand that ship. I would I would rather take... <laughs> I'd rather go out and repurchase the New Orleans. Okay? I know it's a tier 7, but it's a lot better than the Anchorage. <laughs> wow.
1: Wow. How about that? I'm going to have yeah, to bring that yeah. up a lot more since that's uh that's a thorn in your side. Huh?
4: Yeah. Right. Especially, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I've had like two decent games in it, uh, where I pretty much did nothing and survived. And that's, that's the best games I've had. That, that ship is awful. I, I died. I have never found a way to use that. Right. Besides, uh, uh, getting too close to an enemy and hoping that they forget. I have torpedoes. <laughs>
1: Well, last but not least in, in this, uh, this final dev note, they, uh, they mention at the very bottom, and it, and it looks like smaller writing than everywhere else, and not to be done outdone or maintaining balance or whatever it is, or just because we can't add all of these other foreign ships without adding another Russian ship to the game, Here they go. They added a Soviet Tier VIII cruiser Bagration built upon the basis of the Tier VIII cruiser Peter Bagration. So it'll be used in partnership promotions. So once again, we have another Russian ship.
2: Yay. Okay. (laughs) Let me... So a Bagration based on the Pyotr Bagration. So... Yeah, Allow myself to introduce myself.
1: I know, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, why would you name it the
2: same thing? You know, it's just like, huh? okay, interesting.
1: That's I like mean, coming out with a ship called the simply the Kazi. Well, it's
3: probably, <laughs> like, probably going to be used for, for special partnership promotions, like they're saying. So probably the only way to get it would be to buy a laptop and you get a special code for World of Warships. It's the only way you're probably ever going to get it. So maybe, maybe yeah. that. That's the only way there, because that's how they did some of the, like, the uh, the Lima ships. That's the only way they did those way back when. Right. Wasn't
4: there something with uh, 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 Verizon recently that also got you a ship? Granted, it wasn't a, a, a special ship that you could only get through that, right. but similar thing, I'm thinking. I think it's a great way to sell meat.
2: i was you know didn't we have some contaminated (laughs) sausage you're coming up yeah didn't we have that in russia yeah Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) i forget what episode that was but yeah don't eat Mm -hmm. the bad meat just for the ship just buy it and get the code get
2: the code and throw the meat away yeah contaminated chinese sausage or something they're shipping to russia yeah that that would remind (laughs) me of a promo yeah, me too. Oh yeah, it's, I
1: remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was like they were buying contaminated meat hoping to find the little golden ticket to get to ship.
2: <laughs> My goodness. Um wasn't
0: it for yeah. like I wasn't it for like a Missouri or something stupid? Well, yeah, I, they they had they, a bunch yeah.
2: of the the rare ones like the Belfast tier 7 and, All and right. And, yeah, so that's why we warned all. Of them. We actually looked it up and said, "Hey, if you're gonna buy this stuff, don't eat, don't eat the product. Just get the code and throw it away."
0: Oh, uh, what's the what's the fraying? Don't eat the yellow snow. Don't eat no. Yellow snow. Yeah, don't that. eat yellow
4: snow. What? No, it's not. But that. it's banana flavored. <laughs> no, it's not.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't, I, don't eat the magic sausage. That's what it is.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah, something like
0: that.
4: <laughs> but it's banana flavored.
0: <laughs>
1: Well, we got some time left for a deep dive. Mando, have at her. Deep dive. Uh, Okay, yeah. So...
2: Oh my goodness! Here we go. Pause for effect and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> here come here come the all the deep dive memes. Yeah, memes are flying up in the in the chat room. So yeah, <laughs> deep dive, guys. Um, so this next deep dive segment, we're going to be uh, delving. See, I use a different. We're delving down. Thank you. We're going to be eloping down the rabbit hole of uh, secondaries and secondary mechanics, and so um, and prepping for this. Uh, I found a lot of interesting notes in um, a lot of part of the actual mechanics of the game that I didn't even realize. I mean, I thought I was pretty savvy on a lot of the game mechanics. Um, Like, for example, um, oh my goodness, did you know that... When a ship comes within, so you're, you're out on, on the map and a ship gets within your secondary uh, range, uh, you know, range of your secondary whatever you have, you know, spec'd out. Did you know that the secondary start? unloaded, I didn't know that.
0: Yep, same thing with your anti-aircraft guns.
2: Exactly, that you have to actually take time, and so if, if you're ever out there, and I know it's it's like sometimes like you click on it and you, man, you know, like I use manual fire control for secondaries, and I'll click and I'm like why are my guns not shooting right away? It's because you got to take time for your little men on your ship to get out there and actually load load the bloody guns up and, and actually start. So, I mean, there's a lot of mechanics that are involved with the secondaries that, you know, um, when when skipping down the rabbit hole that uh oh,
0: actually a real talk question for you mando i know you when you were in the yeah. military you were around tanks a lot right
2: uh i i was around armored vehicles not necessarily tanks
0: okay well you might still know this do you know like when they're in combat do they carry one in the tube in the big gun or do don't they know- load it when they get engaged
2: I don't know about tanks, so my experience with working with armored uh, personnel carriers and armored vehicles, uh, when we left, it's called going outside the wire. So as soon as we left the safety of whatever operating base that you were on, we loaded all of our, everything from the fifty calibers all the way on down, everything got loaded with a round in the chamber, yes.
4: I I was on a naval ship, but I wasn't part of the Navy, so I didn't have to worry about that. Um, But... If they if the guns weren't being uh, maintained or tested or people training on them, pretty sure they were all empty because it's easier to monitor the state of your uh, ammunition in a much more controlled environment, i.e., an armory. Because especially being out on the water, especially cor-
0: the ship's a big place and there's a lot yeah. of guns on it. Corrosion I know the ammo would stay locked up in watertight boxes even when mm-hmm. it is stored on the deck. Corrosion is a is a uh, nasty thing uh,
4: on a out on the water where there's a lot of salt and water vapor floating around. So, uh, yeah, they probably, uh probably keep them unloaded just for that reason because you don't want to go out and have your gun blow up, and now you're one less gun because you left bullets in there and now it corroded and it's nasty.
1: Well, and additionally, out on the ocean, you can with all the technology these days you can see an enemy coming a long ways out and you can prep so oh absolutely not it, so it, much in a tank or when you're carrying an m16 around and suddenly there's an enemy shooting at you you're going to want to have one loaded ready to go
4: yeah no as it's, it's if i had a rifle in my hands uh and i was in an area where i'm expected to be able to shoot at any time uh so i'm talking about some of my uh, combat training post boot camp um, there was a round in my chamber at all times. So, yeah.
2: Well, yeah, so that's an interesting part of the mechanic that I wasn't aware of until I started doing the research for the topic. And so if you ever were wondering that when you're in game and you're out there in your Massachusetts and you select that destroyer pops up at six kilometers and you're like, why are my guns aren't firing? It's because they all start unloaded and you have to give them time, you know, um, to, to load up and then to start engaging the target. And of course we all know that under a combat situation or under close combat that eight, four, three or four or five seconds of game time can be actually quite a, a large chunk of time when you're dealing with something that pops up, you know, within secondary range. And so, um, let's talk about secondary armament or secondary. It's basically your anti-surface and, and your anti-aircraft Batteries that are all part of the ship. It's part of the mechanic. And unlike your main batteries, your secondary batteries, with the exception of the manual fire control, are not controlled by the player. Um, they fire automatically, basically, at whatever ships come within the range of, of your radius. Um, I th- believe now... My information states that all secondaries in the game now are all high explosive. Um, your anti ship batteries are all high explosive shells. I do believe there was a time and Sock. Please correct me if I'm wrong. That wasn't like the torpedoes and a couple of in the Bismarck. Didn't they have AP secondaries on them before they were switched out?
0: I think the no, 150s it. were uh, were AP like way back in the day.
2: Yeah. So pretty much now, the standard is if you have secondaries on any of your ships, they're all going to be high explosive shells. So I don't think there are any more armor piercing secondaries like there were
0: and uh, haven't uh, been for quite some time. The, like this was yeah. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, remember, yeah, I was
3: gonna say because I remember that because you had a mix of AP and HE on there.
0: Yeah, I remember that was a big like it was a big thing because like uh, I, um. The, the 155s <laughs> on the Yamato would have been uh, AP too, right? Because it was anything over so. 150, I think. I believe
3: it was like 150. That was the cutoff. Uh, 150? Yeah, I think it was I'm 150.
0: I'm pretty sure it was above. 150. Because the 150s, yeah. 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 Bismarck were AP. I, right. I know that for sure. Yeah, so I. About the big guns on the. Uh, on because the, the smaller
3: ones, yeah, because the smaller ones used to all be HE. Yeah, you're right.
0: I, I do remember trolling in my
2: my derpits and running around, and you'd be able to see the different uh, shells coming out—the armor-piercing and the high explosive going out—and so it, you know, to to me, it brought a little bit more variety to the mechanic. Yeah. But but now, um, you know, in the larger picture, wargaming has determined that all secondary anti-ship batteries are in all high explosive now. So right.
3: um, they they may have changed that when they changed the the secondaries could actually damage. Uh, your own players because that used to be a thing too. And that used to really, right. really that you would wind up uh, shooting your own player because your secondaries were going off and you get penalized and turn pink or you wind up killing them because your secondaries killed them.
4: So and it's not like you could stop them either. No, you couldn't.
2: Yeah, it was it, it was either you had them on or you had them off. Um, so fortunately, they changed that mechanic. Um, you know that you put some smarter little Kerbals on your guns there. That's I mean that's what I picture little Kerbals <laughs> running running in and out and manning my guns on my ships. And I you love know. it. Uh, well, yeah, on Planet Mando. We have kerbals that man my secondary guns okay man
4: tell me about your space program sometimes
1: (laughs) i have no idea what a kerbal is but continue on let's skip over that
4: (laughs) (laughs) so the last
2: part i was going to cover and then we'll save the rest for the the next episode was i i know i mentioned before that um secondaries will basically automatically target the by default the enemy that is closest to the ship in the field of fire. Um, however, you can select and set a target preference uh, on a ship that basically with your control key, if you hold down a control key, put your mouse over the ship and then click with your left mouse button, you'll you'll select a ship that is a preferred target and you'll see a little icon that'll pop up uh, uh, under the ship and it's little characteristics there. And you can select one target to be manually selected. and basically when a preferred target is selected secondary guns will fire they won't fire at any other target they will they will basically designate that target as a preferred target much like the manual fire control for secondaries um with the new mechanics though i know that they that they have changed it so the um with Even with the target preference, you'll still get shots that will fire out off of the opposite side if something comes within your range, but most of the concentration of fire kind of like when you set your uh, anti-aircraft, your you, you know when you you cue it so that you, you spin up your anti aircraft guns to to go to a different sector. It's kind of the same thing when you do a preferred target. So that's the start of our of our deep dive down into the secondaries, and we'll continue this and and go down. Um, you know, in the next episode, and what we'll talk about next time coming up is basically improving your secondary performance. Um, we'll talk about some commander skills and some things that you do with modules and signal flags and etc. cetera. Um, Um, And I've also got, I know there was, it's all, you know, big hype in the World of Warships news about the whole secondary nerf, but there actually were some ships that came out ahead of the game that actually were their performance of the secondaries actually got a boost. And we'll talk about that on the next segment of our deep dive. All right. Well, let's
1: wrap this one up for the evening then, and let's head for parting shots. Sock, we'll start with you.
0: Um. I don't know. I don't really have a whole lot to say. I, mean, I guess if you can find my games um, streamed when COTS comes around, go you know, go ahead and watch them. Watch me suffer. Um, it should be a good time. Uh, okay, is it just me or is the um, like the the gap between clan battle seasons really short this time?
4: When's the next one start?
0: It's I in like seven weeks. Oh,
4: wow. <laughs> Hey, that's about uh, It's only like a week or two off.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's like a month. I thought it was longer than that. Yeah, it's like a month from now, like four weeks from now. That's really quick. Yeah, it's uh, quick. So, yeah.
4: Unless
3: they're doing, well, no, no, no. I was going to say, unless they're doing like a sprint thing, but that was ranked.
4: Hmm. Are we not getting sprint this? Oh, that's weird. Brawls in, in June. Anyway. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. But anyway, that's all I really had to say. I mean, I'm. Uh, the competitive side of things is exciting, but it is a lot of work. And on top of that, with you know being a super tester, it's um, it's a lot of work. I, I'm I'm noticing myself that I am getting better at this game, like really quickly now. I'm learning a lot. Um, my skills are improving, so I'm I'm looking forward to see how far I can go. Nice. All right, KJ, what do you got?
3: Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, typical, hope everybody stays safe out there in this crazy world. But, uh, I just had a question for wargaming Cause it's one thing you, we, you didn't mention earlier when you were going through the, uh, blog Dependals. notes. Yeah. As far as you were looking at the battle of the beast thing, notice a little thing down there at the very bottom that they're adding an auction to this thing. Wargaming, What in the world are you trying to do? Um, yeah, I, I understand you've got it listed in there. Um, about an example would be uh, a commemorative flag with with uh, 500 total copies um, at the end of the auction. Whoever, the first 500 people who had the highest bids, they would you know receive one copy of this flag. As long as you guys are doing it that way with that kind of stuff, that's fine. But if you start doing ships, you're going to burn this place down because people are going to go nuts. So be very careful on how you proceed with this feather that stick lightly. (laughs) Yes. I mean, could you imagine if they threw some super, like, you know, say Missouri that everybody wants Missouri or like the enterprise or something like that. And they had that out there and they're not saying exactly how or what currency you're using to win the bid. It's not saying it could be doubloons, it could be uh, credits. Uh, They don't say exactly what it's going to be and each one may be different. So, I mean, yeah, if you put it up there for doubloons, I could see people, making mad dash over to the store and buying a ton of doubloons to get the winning bids to make sure they would get the ship that they specifically want that they can't get anymore.
1: Yeah, really interesting. It'd be something to see. Yeah, it's a
4: slippery slope. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> Nightmare, what do you got? Uh, today's parting shot is going to be sponsored by our clan. We, uh, well, we're always recruiting, and that's something that we're always doing. But, uh, uh, recently, there was a uh, the World Warship subreddit had a mega thread for clans, and I went and threw our shoe into that uh, hat bunch, um, and uh, we actually got some people here from it. Um, and if we didn't, if you didn't come here from that, but you're listening to the podcast and it sounds like fun, and we sound like cool people, and you want to hang out with us and play games with us, come on down to our Discord. Uh, I'm sure the link somewhere near this podcast uh, 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 recording. You can find it, click it come here, hang out with us, play some games, and uh, maybe sign up. Um, That's it. That's all I got.
2: I want to piggyback on that real quick, just to say that we have a lot of clans uh, and people in different clans that are in our discord and so just because you're not part of the Wolfpack alpha family doesn't mean that you can't come down and hang out with us and so yeah jump in the discord and division up with it we are a very welcome and open and chill group of uh players um and open even if you are clan don't 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 let that uh keep you from jumping in and hanging out with us
4: well, since you already went, you wanna go ahead and Yeah, go ahead go ahead with yours there, Mando. No
1: since <laughs> since you piggybacked without me telling you to, go for it. Just it's the Mando Do- show, everybody. <laughs> Black <bass> permission again. <laughs> no, no, go right ahead. This is everybody's show. Go ahead
2: okay well uh, on that note I'll give up my names for the week if uh, names that I encounter in game uh, email the show at the full at gmail.com did I get that one right bang the up job broadside. Mando bang All right, up alright there job. we go I, w- I was practicing um, so today <laughs> in third place everybody knows that I'm a big Star Wars fan hence you know Mando bounty hunter uh, so today in third place Admiral Flackbar Admiral <laughs> Flackbar I thought was good play on the name mm-hmm. um second place uh, was a name nominated by cyber which is the nuclear burrito nuclear burrito <laughs> i
1: i have that after mexican night
2: yeah <laughs> and, and i'm gonna put these up in the chat and the number one name of the week uh is taco tuesday or taco tuesday so there we go. I put the names up in the chat. Um, as always, if you know these players or if you see them, have them contact the show, broadside at gmail.com. Have them email. Get in touch with this in-game under the Wolfpack Alpha, and I will gift you over a weekend pass, which is a couple of days of premium time and 500 doubloons, as always. And that is my parting shot. <laughs>
1: I always like those. I always like the names; they're fun, and they're you don't always have to be the one to get them. We can see them in game and, and write them down and, and message it. It's 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 fun, and it's you know there's there's been a couple of takers already, so it's a real thing, and it's it's a fun thing. We enjoy it. So
2: yeah, I have given out to date three weekend passes so far. Nice. Yeah. See,
1: all you got to do is be mentioned on the show. You don't even have to listen, and you're getting stuff. How awesome is that? <laughs> Well with that that's going to close it out for us tonight guys. Uh thanks for the guys that showed up in the chat room. We had uh we had a handful and they've half of them are gone already. <laughs> so I'll uh mention Scarecrows and Serpent. Uh thanks thanks for showing up and hanging out and uh the other guys that I that I lost already. Uh we'll get you next week. No worries. But thanks again for uh, hanging out, listening to our show, and uh, being part of the full broadside. And uh, we'll be back again next week with another episode. So until then, everybody, take care. Be safe. Bye-bye.